This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. I am the Bomber. And I'm the Bell. And we are a black married professional couple. And on this podcast, we share our experiences and tips as we traverse the swinger lifestyle. Welcome to the black and kinky lifestyle. Sixteen. Thanks for listening to Black and Kinky Lifestyle. We really appreciate you guys checking us out. Our, I don't know how many listeners we have. You guys need to subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe. Comment, yes. send questions. I think people are scared to send us questions Why? because they don't want to send it from their like email, email address and stuff. Um, we definitely don't have the time to try to figure out who you are. <laughs> Although y'all are really interested in trying it and trying to figure out who we are. Yeah, we're getting all kinds of questions. <laughs> uh, we're getting we're getting secondary uh, uh, reports that people are trying to find out what our um, swinger lifestyle web profile names are. Like, if you just happen to run into us in the streets, then like it's great. But don't be like trying to. Yeah, what do you want? Down. <laughs> you know, or you could just ask us via email. Probably not going to tell you. But no, that's probably a better way than trying to sneak behind our backs. Anyway, <laughs> black and kinky lifestyle um, at gmail dot com. Email us. Yeah, this is episode sixteen. What are we going to talk about? Do you remember what we were going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about. Some popular news topics. Yes. And also how to transition from social time to playtime. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about transitioning. Um, When we talk about transitioning, we're going to talk about some specific experiences we've had where transitions worked very well and transitions didn't work. And we'll talk about why. Actually, I'm 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 going to focus more so on the catalyst or the catalyze of transitions. No catalyst. Catalysts. No, just just catalyst. Like it's a singular plural. It's a singular p- plural. Like it's both. Right. Like What's another example of a singular plural? Moose. Moose. Wouldn't be mice no. or mooses. It's just moose. I could. Sw- I know I said mooses many times <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I know I did that. Look at those mooses. No, moose. It's just (laughs) moose. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, all right. So what's in the news? Let's talk about what's in the news. Um, So there's this podcast uh, out there, a podcast that's, I think, been on since 2013. It's actually a funny podcast. I I listened to an episode. Um, and it's hosted by um, two comedians. I think it's Corrine Fisher and uh, Christina Hutchinson. Uh, and the title of the podcast is Guys We Fucked. So it's like sort of a, 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 a pro-slut or anti-slut shaming podcast. Sex positive. We're all about sex positive. Yes. Um, they got over 200 episodes. They got over a million subscribers. So people are showing them love. Um, it's a pretty funny show. Um, but there were a few, there's some controversy now. So there was an episode, apparently the episode was aired in, um, 2013 
Wait, so, this is an old episode? This is an old episode. This is not even a recent episode. Now, podcasts can be weird like that yeah. because even our podcast, you know, or podcasts I've stumbled upon, um, you know, I, I hear one good episode and then I go back and listen to a bunch of them. Um, so I think that's my, that might have been what happened here. I don't know. But in this episode, there were a few lines. Now, I'm, I'm not going to p- pretend I listened to the episode, so I'm not going to really... I want to stray away from criticizing this, the hosts mm-hmm. directly and talk more about some of the things they said and, um, and, and if there's something wrong with some of the things they said and why. All right, so... Um, so let me just start. So, th- so they were just talking about some of their recent sexual experiences, which clearly that's something they talk about. Guys, we fucked. Right. Um, so these were some of the lines. So um, I think, so I'm just quoting here. I had sex with two dudes and one was a black guy. So this is something Fisher said. Um, so then she says, Fisher, it was my second black guy, though. Um, again, she likes black guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Everyone was like, oh, is that your first black guy? And I'm like, um, excuse me, I've been fucking black guys since early 2000s, thank you very much. Yeah, but you even said your first one didn't count. Okay, Hutchinson replied. This is when things get a little, get a little off. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, talk, like, talk black? Asked Hutchinson. Um, well, I just mean, like, act more like thug, said Fisher. I don't like black people who act like white people. And I know we're going to get a bunch of letters like, what do you, what do black people act like? Fisher continued. Guys, we all fucking know. Guys, we all fucking know when we say stereotypically what black people act like. And that's what I like. So, backlash clearly flowed from Twitter. Um, outrage is a drug and we all need a hit of it sometimes. And this show laid it out there. Um, the episode yeah, aired in 2013. Um, she apologized, said something about, you know, but she just apologized now when the backlash happened. That's right. Uh-huh. So she said, I'll do better. I understand why that's uh, fucked up. I can't imagine how disappointing that must be have been to hear. So I think she was responding to a fan who had, who had, you know, mentioned, um, mentioned that particular episode. So this is, so they're being criticized for fetishizing, you know, black folks, um, black men in particular, black men. Um, so again, stereotyping, right. Fetishizing (laughs) and stereotyping. Um, so I want to talk about what's wrong. Yes, I don't want to criticize them, but what was wrong with some of their comments to you? Like what what was what was the what were my cuz for me what what really hurts is when anybody white or black suggests that me being me not being a thug is me not being black. Like I am Well, not just not from, you being black, but you being white. Mm-hmm. Me not being a thug means me being white. Right, or acting white. Right, right. Um, so stereotypically black, right, we're talking thug, we're talking ghetto, is blackness to, based on what they said. Um, and I think that was that was really out of line. Like, that that, that hurts. It hurts uh, when, when I get that message from just about any group, but it's certainly, it's given the historical oppression yes. we have faced at the hands of a white majority. That was particularly, like, a, a shot in the heart. 
um, for me. Um, but what was what was the what was the biggest what were some of the big issues with you? Because you because me and you disagreed because some of the things they said before that part you had a problem with. Well, I think that first of all, black people are not a monolith, right? So there there is no one way to be black. And what is the stereotypical TV version of black? is not all black people right Mm -hmm. so like we got street people in our family like we know what that actual thug is Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not everybody and it's okay wherever you fall on that spectrum and you can be partly hood and partly you know conservative Mm -hmm. uptight square whatever like we are a dynamic and complex people. So to say, like, you have to be this way to be a true black person, particularly because you're not a part of our group, <laughs> being an outsider, then saying that, like, that adds, adds more injury to the offense because you're not even... You can't sit with us. So you definitely can't make commentary on who who can be and not be included in the circle. Right. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think the statement about we all fucking know when we talk about stereotypically black, right? You're probably right. Stereotypically black, when somebody says that, um, that has a connotation. But I think even that is really outdated. Like, yeah. even if you look at what Hollywood looks like. Like, so we watch an Insecure right now. Yes. Um, is that stereotypically black? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, there is, uh, what, there's empire, there's power. Um, what what kind of behaviors are you seeing that are stereotypically black? Um, uh, so if, if... Like, I'll give you a good example, just how, like, the breadth of difference. My cousin, I was talking to my cousin... And he was like, you know what? I let first season of Atlanta, I really loved it. I could totally relate to it. It was great. Like those experiences one, yeah. I had. And he was like, but this second season, you know, um, it was I couldn't really get into it. It wasn't as good. Like it was more like artsy and and like high level. Like I know you and the bomber really probably enjoyed it because y'all are those type of black people. Mm-hmm. But for me, I just couldn't connect to it. And I totally understood what he was saying. And that's okay. Like there is a dynamic range of black people and and it's wonderful that we have like now this media that truly reflects our experiences and the the breadth of our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so no, I don't think there's a stereotypically black. I think there's a caricature of blackness Absolutely. that some people hold on to, but you can't say that blackness is being this one way. Right. Yeah. No, you definitely nailed it on the head there. Uh, so I mean. Because I know I grew up with, you know, when when I would when I would hang out with my family members who were more, I guess I would say, urban or street. Maybe that's a uh, or more ghetto, if you want to use that term. Um, you know, from the projects, right? Big up. Um, you know, and you know, when I'd hang out with them, they they would they would make some of the similar comments, like mm-hmm. you know, you talk white because you talk proper, you right. know. Um, and like when I'm, I remember, I never forget it. I was driving in my car and I'm listening to a Nas track, mm-hmm. right? 
um, and it was like a Nas track that was Nas was like um, rapping on top of some like um, some rock beats or something like that. Um, and as I'm listening to it, I got one of my cousins in the car, and it's like, "Yo, you be listening to that white music," and I'm like. This is Nas on the track right now. Right, right. He's not white. Yeah. Right? Um, So sometimes I feel like even we ourselves pigeonhole ourselves. Um, And so that, so I had, I had a huge problem with that, Um, you know, regardless of where it was coming from. But this, I I think there's a larger question here. So is it a problem that, you know, when people say that they white people in particular say that when it comes to the kind of black guy or the kind of black person i can imagine white white men having this sort of a similar dynamic uh where they want like the chain wearing tattooed up you know gold tooth brolic kind of black dude like that is the kind of person they want to get fucked by when they say they like black men is that a problem see i personally don't think it's a problem like, I'd say just just be upfront with it. Like, if that's the kind of black guy you like, fine. There are other variations of black men that you might not want. That's also fine. Um, but I think you could, but I think you could say the same thing about white men. So go ahead and talk. Well, absolutely, because I want my white man to be on the like Robin Thicke, Justin Timberlake side of whiteness. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Benjamin Cumberbatch, but you know, at least got a little bit of swagger, got a little curl in his hair. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Wait, what about the guy who played Superman? Would you like that? Who that, is that? I don't know his name, but you know the actor I'm talking about. No, I don't. You saw a Superman. No, I didn't. You know of a Superman movie. Yeah. You don't you don't know the guy who played him. No. Oh, he was the same guy that was in Mission Impossible. The the the, the guy who was who was who was in the helicopter, the guy that um <laughs> the guy that Tom Cruise was fighting in the helicopter. Oh. Bell yeah, he was okay. Okay, never mind. All right, go <laughs> ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. Everyone has their pre- preferences. And when it comes to sex, this is the one one time you can be slightly prejudiced. You can be very prejudiced when it comes to sex. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you can be prejudiced when it comes to sex. So, her saying that I only want to fuck thug black guys makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? It makes me, it just, it doesn't, I don't like it. It kind of makes my skin crawl. But is it wrong? <sighs> no. Do I want to hear it? No. <laughs> That's some shit you need to keep to yourself. So I don't want to hear it either. It makes my skin crawl as well. But for a thug black dude, that might be the very be- that might be the very best oh, thing you heard all day. Oh, thug black dudes love to bust down <laughs> white bitches. Like that's like they love that shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Cause I said that I like I I like I like I have a thing for white milfs. Yeah, I don't. I have a thing for white milfs. I'm talking about like white milfs who have like. Two or three kids. They're slightly <laughs> overweight. Um, I didn't know this. 
information about them. Though. Like, like if she's like, oh, I only, I only have one. You're like, nah. Usually, because <laughs> the ones who have one are usually still trying to keep in shape. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about the moms who are like, they're too busy to go to the gym, mm-hmm. and they they put on a few pounds, but every once in a while they go, they'll go on a diet, and you'll run into them on the um, weight control section of like, <laughs> the um, store? yes. <laughs> And and they just look like regular moms. Like I have a thing for them, especially if they're like redhead and they have like red lipstick on. Something about I don't know what it is. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. But I, I guess that is definitely some psychological shit. Like and like something happened in your past. And they can't be younger than forty. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot be younger than forty. They have to be like yeah, like they have to have like a kid in like high school, college, maybe. <laughs> Okay. All right. Topic. <laughs> topic of the day. Well, actually, yeah. Topic of the day. Let's 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 focus. I mean, did we close that conversation? Did we? I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't know if there was a. I don't know if there was closure to it. I guess it's like you know, you can be prejudiced. There are certain things that you know are gonna make you know. I, even even you know, me saying white milf is gonna make some people uncomfortable when they hear that. You know, because there are going to be some black milfs listening to this like, yo, what's wrong with us? Um, and there's nothing wrong with y'all. I fuck y'all, too. Uh, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, like, like white milfs, like, it's not something that I thought I'd be attracted to, and I am. So, I, you know, I, I think it's especially notable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But no, I think it's okay to have those kind of things. Sex yeah, is I mean, weird. There's, pl- there's plenty of people that we've run into in the lifestyle where, like, oh, I don't sleep with this kind of person, or mm-hmm. oh, I don't sleep with this kind of person. And that's fine. Like, that is your body. Your body, your choice. Mm-hmm. Right? It's your body. You be the decider for who, you know, can enter your space. Um, and that's fine. It just makes me uncomfortable to hear a white woman say I only want to sleep with a black thug mm-hmm. yeah um it would and to have that be the qualifier for blackness yeah yeah so so word to the wise for those for those um I think there are people okay so so here here's a piece of useful advice we can give mm-hmm. for those folks out there who like a street dude like let, let's not say a thug cause y'all think y'all like thugs and then when y'all finally get one y'all like nah this this really wasn't what I was looking for. Um, okay, what you really mean, or what I think you mean, is you want a black dude with some serious swag. Okay, you want swag, and you want you want a dude who's street smart. Okay, you want a dude who can um, who can who can talk street, who can talk tough. Okay, now there are plenty of educated black men who who may act stereotypically white but they can switch to that thug shit real fast because sometimes it's in our blood (laughs) um so uh there are better there are better ways of saying it what i'm saying like you like you like the urban you like the street you like the swag that's what you want and most of the folks that are going to yell the black folks that are going to yell may not may not uh may not have that kind of thing going on um and I think, you know, it's no, there's nothing wrong with looking for a little bit of swag and looking for a little bit of street. Because honestly, the bell, if you if I had no street in me, would you even be interested? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I so we understand what y'all talking about. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the piece of advice I'll give folks that 
that have a hard time expressing these things because mm-hmm. um, I think some folks listening will, will just want that. All right. Let's talk about our topic of the day. We're going to talk about transitions. Yes. Do you, do you recall how I came up with this idea or why this is even an important topic to talk about for you, Belle? I think we were talking about it or you were asking me something about it. Like, how do we make that happen? Or it was like post a play session. That's right. It was post a play session. Yeah. We were we, we had just played with this couple and we were laying down on a bed, all four of us, butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember looking at the wife and asking her, what is it that worked mm-hmm. for her this time? Because I like to ask awkward questions like that after busting nuts. Um and she said it was it was the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we had played a game of adult Jenga, which I think is super fun. Um, and that was which is not just big Jenga, which is, <laughs> we've heard of that confusion before. <laughs> big big Jenga with the big blocks. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would not be fun to play adult Jenga with. I don't think it would just be too much work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so we played adult Jenga, and that was what I had referred to as the catalyst to the transition. No, I referred to it as the catalyst to transition. That was my term. It was? Yes. <laughs> okay, because it sounds like something I would say. Yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so this was your thing, Belle. Yeah. All right, so why don't you explain what the catalyst to transition is and how it's different from how it's different from transitioning, if you're so smart. <laughs> well, the catalyst is like the thing that sets it off, right? The transition is actually the moving from we're just socializing to we're having sex or interacting sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's different things can that can be the catalyst. It can be a game. It could be dancing. Um, it could be a conversation or something like that that moves people towards sex. Yes. Um, so, th- so when it comes to transitioning, I can tell when there's a transition. This is almost universally true. Mm. It gets silent. Mm-hmm. People stop talking. Yeah. That's what it, people start talking, and then there's kissing, there's touching. Once the talking stops, mm-hmm. there's transition went down. Yeah. And people are touching, like, and then the moaning starts, you know, people start going down on each other, and then it's on. <laughs> but something has to happen between that and the talking. Right. Right? So, um, so I was so when we were talking about catalysts to transitions, I was saying to you that sometimes the catalyst is like a natural catalyst or mm-hmm. like something that's not necessarily planned. Right. And then sometimes the catalyst is actually planned. Mm-hmm. Usually they're called icebreakers. Right. Um, and sometimes icebreakers are the catalyst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and sometimes they are not. And sometimes there's sort of a catalyst or unplanned catalyst that you think is going down and it does not lead to a transition. And that happened to us recently. And I'm going to talk about that. Um, but. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Now you got it. Uh-huh. So so we're going to talk, <laughs> talk about that. Um, so but then sometimes the transition is really blunt. So. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the transition is like, you know, you guys are sitting down, you're talking, and then somebody's like, all right, so y'all want to head to the bedroom? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, so that kind of transition can be really awkward. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this is a great episode because there are people that have been in this situation, including us, where we're sitting there, we run out of things to say, we know we ready to fuck, but we don't know where that other couple is. Yeah. And we don't want to be the ones to be like, all right, let's head to the bedroom. And then the other couple is like, oh, I don't think we're interested in doing that right now. Mm -hmm. Or you don't know where their head is. Right. So that can be really difficult. So, um, but I think in terms of being blunt, there there is a place where I think it works mm -hmm. um, and is necessary. And that's when we're like in the club. Right. So we went to, I think it's okay to say, we went to Taboo few weeks ago mm -hmm. and we had um we had met up with this couple um well we didn't meet them there but <laughs> i was like how are you telling this story <laughs> actually why don't why don't you how did we do you remember how we ended up in taboo <laughs> yes i very vividly remember how we ended up in All taboo right, so without 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 too many details why don't you explain it because you're sexy your voice is sexier <laughs> Basically, we were supposed to be attending a hotel party with a few couples. Uh, one couple we had played with before. And the hotel party ended up not happening. Um, and so we were already out. We were already looking sexy. And we didn't want to waste the evening. Um, so we decided, all right, we'll, instead of going home, you know, we'll go up to Taboo. Yep. We went to Taboo and, um, you know, we don't tend to like doing that because it's a longer trip mm -hmm. um, and it's more expensive. Mm -hmm. But Taboo has a great crowd. Um, yeah. uh, it tends to have a sexy crowd in terms of the ladies anyway. Um, <laughs> and uh, they have a DJ. Yes. They play good music. They have a decent dance floor. They have, they just have stuff. They have great playrooms, beautiful playrooms. Yeah. Um, Which, it was actually our first time playing in the playroom. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we did happen to meet a younger couple there um, uh, that was very cute, I'd yeah. say, without a, a, too many words. Um, and the thing about clubs is they close. So <laughs> <laughs> it's important to know. So you can't dilly-dally too much. <laughs> dilly-dally, for real? Is that, is, is that what they say? Dilly -dally? I mean, somebody says it. I've never heard you say that before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dilly-dallying. <laughs> so, <laughs> it sounds like something that should be like a position, a play position. Dilly-dally? Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Anyway, we hang out with this couple. We're talking, getting to know them, having a few drinks. Um, you know, I'm checking in with you saying, hey, you want to play with them? You're like, uh, giving me some weird responses or whatever. And <laughs> what weird responses? You don't, you don't give me straight up responses. Mm. You're just like, yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, what? You know, and I don't, I don't got time for that, you know. <laughs> so we, we, we <laughs> book a room. They were super young. So exactly. They got energy. Mm. Uh, well, okay. Anyway, they were feeling us. I, I thought they were feeling us anyway. I so, so anyway. Okay, go ahead. What what were you gonna say? I feel like when we got in the room, they were feeling us a whole lot more than I thought they were when we were just talking. You you're not a good reader of body language That's at all. That's not true. So 
I I got the vibe from her almost immediately. Well, well there are some communication issues there. For but, me, uh, so. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, English wasn't her first language, but yeah. body language is universal. <laughs> okay. There's body. I, I can read it very well. Like, I, I've read her, but I can't, you know, I can't read men's body language. But, you know, was he looking at your titties? Well, yeah, but my titties were very much so on display. They were. <laughs> Um, it was it was hard to avoid my titties if you were looking in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> titties, titties come first. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, anyway, we ended up getting a room, and then um, I went up to the bathroom and saw them, and then I was like, hey, this was, this was a blunt catalyst, mm-hmm. right? Like, hey, we got a room. Um, if you guys are interested, come see us. Um, and then they were like, okay, cool. And now I can't, I, and I went downstairs. I didn't come downstairs with them. I don't remember doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ended up coming down and meeting, meeting us. And then right when they came down, our room was ready. Yeah. Uh, and so once we got in that room, there was no more talking. We just started playing immediately. I think you and I played first. Yeah. I was smashing it real good. I, th- I think I think you busted some nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I was touching her as she was writing him, uh, I was multitasking. I find myself doing that a lot <laughs> lately. And, um, and then we, we, we switched. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was very nice. It was a fun time, but we only had 45 minutes. Yeah. So time was a factor and time is a factor, um, when it comes to the kind of catalyst to transition you're going to use. Mm-hmm. So I say if you're in the club, you don't got time. If you get rejected, fine. Move on to another couple. See what you see. <laughs> see who, who you can get. Just like, yo, we got a room. You want to come? You want to come through? You saw my wife, right? Yeah, she's hot. She's ready. You ready? Let's go. Right? So, so I think that's necessary in a club. But... When you're on a date with a couple, you don't want to do that. Or at least I, that's not something I want to do. No, not on um, a date. Yeah. So, but another example of a blunt catalyst. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that that couple that just... So, so, so sometimes... Actually, no, let me not go there. Let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about when it's... The next, the next thing is when it's like unplanned. Um, so sometimes a catalyst can be a conversation, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes the, the, the conversation is, is so sexy and you guys are feeling each other and then somebody might like lean in for a kiss or start touching each other and then things get quiet, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes it can happen naturally that way. Mm-hmm. Um, other times, like y'all could be dancing, Right. That happened to us before mm-hmm. we were on the dance floor. We told this story before yeah. um, we start grinding and then somebody's like, holy shit, like I'm really hot. Like, I, I think I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> 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 right. And then and then that happens. Um, what was another? Oh, another example is when other people start playing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you were, you're just talking and then, you know, there could be like six couples talking and then one couple just goes down on each other or something like that. Y'all start watching and then people start taking their clothes off or somebody might come behind you while they're watching and start feeling on your titties and then it gets quiet. Yeah. Right. Um, so those are some of the natural transitions mm-hmm. that happen. And sometimes these things can be combined. 
Right. But sometimes that natural transition doesn't happen. No. And you don't want to be blunt. You're right. So how do you start the catalyst? Or it's how do you use the catalyst? So um, we recommend games as one way to do it. Yeah. So Adult Jenga worked in this particular, um, so, so I'll just use the date that we had. So you remember, so Adult Jenga is basically like you pick out a block, you know, if you've ever played Jenga. Yeah, usually it's played without truth. I mean, we had a few truth ones in there, yeah. but you don't need those. Um, so you can have, so it's basically all the blocks have something written on them. It could be a truth, but it's, it's much better if it's, um, if it's a dare. It's much better. Whatever you do, you want people to get touching each other and touching someone that's not their partner. Yeah. Um, if, if they're comfortable with that right, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so actually when it came to the Jenga game, I gave the couple a choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was like, okay, so we can play. Basically, you know, anything you have to perform when a member of the opposite sex can't be your partner or we can just sort of play, you know. And that gives us an idea of where things can go. Right. Right. So if you're like, no, I'm only comfortable kind of doing this with my partner, then at least that that make I make a mental note like, oh, okay, I'm going to wait for them to Mm -hmm. give me a signal that they're okay for me to engage their partner or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a good point um, because at times, like a game like Adult Jenga, like if you present it, um, it could scare a couple because they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to be asked to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can give them, you know, some examples and then you can tell them, listen, if you're not comfortable doing it with like one of us, you could just do it with your partner. Right. Um, or you can just, you know, give the dare away. So mm-hmm. that's another option I give folks, like you can give the dare away. Um the other thing that's crucial about playing a game, um, I think there are a couple of things. So one you said was to make sure people are touching each other. Yes. So just give, just to give you an idea of some of the ways that we were touching each other in this game. <laughs> so there are some dares that say you have to enact a, you know, sex position, mm-hmm. right? Doggy style. Um, so like, you know, that's one way you get people touching each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to, I, I think I said pet your partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yes. <laughs> Or give somebody a hand job, right, mm-hmm. um, for 30 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. There's, so all of these things are timed. Um, one of the other things you can do with a game like Adult Jenga, or with a Truth or Dare game for that matter, is give people the option of giving a dare away So what that does is make sure that if people aren't participating or if people didn't get to do the things that they wanted to do, you can always give them a dare. So, um, uh, so that's, so that's important. Um, the other thing that you did when we played truth or dare is that whenever there was a dare like that said, okay, you have to choose two players in the room to have a three-way kiss with, mm-hmm. right? So you made sure to choose the couple right. and not me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's something that works well. Mm-hmm. So anytime you get a little bit more ag- aggressive, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, <laughs> um, let the female get aggressive. Usually that works, yeah. right? Um, um, 
and even get aggressive with the not ag- aggressive is a word that I'm, I'm I'm using sort of out of out of pocket, but um, just get touchy. Let the let the woman get touchy mm-hmm. um, with the other woman, preferably, and then you know see how folks are, uh, co- how comfortable folks are from there. So sharing the dare is one thing, and then um, the other thing is that you can also. So I said give the dare away. You can also share the dare. Right. So if you're dared to go down on a member of the opposite sex, then you can say, okay, can you join me in this dare? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you guys were both, you guys can both be doing that. Um, the reason why I mentioned that as a good tactic, give people the option of doing that, is because at some point, it gets everybody participating at the same time and things get quiet. Mm-hmm. And once things get quiet, right, um, then you're transitioning to you're, you're transitioning. Now you're you are you guys are probably going to fuck after that. Right. Okay? right. Yes. Like you give it like you both getting head at the same time. You're watching your partner give head like y'all turned on. It's almost yeah. like so. And that brings me to my final point about these games. Mm-hmm. You have to, it's, it's, and again, this takes practice. Know when to end the formal rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so in adult Jenga, you get 30 seconds, right? If both of y'all are giving head and you see, like, read the room now, yeah. <laughs> you see, like, everybody's enjoying this head shit, yo, put that timer down. Just let it flow. Right. If somebody, like, t- like takes a dick out their mouth and say, oh, is time up yet? Then you say, yeah, yeah, time's up. <laughs> you know? That's probably me. That, that has <laughs> never happened before to us. Uh, the Jenga game, we never, that, that tower has not collapsed yet. No. It hasn't happened yet. Mm-mm. Um so I think knowing when to get everybody participating at the same time, that's that's a good point of transition. Yeah. So another um, another sort of game or plan transition strategy is the massage thing. So right. let's give each other massages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's ter- take turns getting massages. Um, so... I think when we go to a lot of a more getaways um, events, uh, their hotel socials tend to start with these massage trains. Right. Um, and we have already explained what that is, um, but it's basically, you know, one person's getting a massage, the, p- the person who's giving the massage is getting a massage by somebody else, and that person is also getting a massage. Everybody's touching each other at the same time. You might, you know, give three minutes for each person getting a massage or something. I think a more getaways does that. Um, and that's a good way to get people touching. Yes. Um, and then transitions happen. Like, you know, many of the uh, hotel socials we went to, that would that would be a, po- a catalyst to transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if we had done that, uh, if we had used that, um, we would probably read the room and decide to put the timer away mm-hmm. and not stop it. Mm-hmm. Um and but do you think that will work one-on-one? I don't know. Maybe. One-on-one with a couple? Mm-hmm. So, if... Because the thing is, like, at least with the truth or dare, 
it gradually like gets people's clothes off, gets them more comfortable. That's, true. That's yeah. you know that thing. When you're one on one, typically people clothes ain't off yet. <laughs> right. And you have to get there. Yeah. I mean, you could sort of make a game out of it, I'd imagine. Mm -hmm. So let's do massages with clothes on. Let's do a round with with the shirt off or something like that. I don't know. You can be. Um, and again, you can read the room, like, is everybody okay, like, you know, taking our shirts off? Mm -hmm. I say shirts off are fine, you know, pants can be left on, but at some point, yeah. they'll come off. Yeah. That's the hope anyway. So that could be a good one. Um, suggest massages. Who needs a massage? Everybody wants a massage, right? Um, and you can start with your, again, this is another option where you can start with your partner. Right. Um, and, or you can just say, all right, everybody will get, one person will get massaged by everybody. That'll be our first round. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we'll have a massage train or something like that. Um, so I think it can work one-on-one, -on -one, but you got to read the room. Mm -hmm. There are also some card games I haven't played yet that you can use. There are some... Um... Yeah, we, <laughs> we went to a sex shop last night because that's what we do on our date nights. <laughs> um, and so we were looking at some games that they had, and the bomber was asking about the game, um, and she was like, well, what's, what's your objective? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like a one-on-one, -on -one, it was like a couple's game. Yeah. Right and uh, the mom was like, well, we're looking for it to start, you know, people to have sex. <laughs> uh, I said, we're looking for a game that will get a group of people to have sex. Yeah. I think that's what I said to her. Oh, okay. And she was just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that one's more of a couple one. But she was very positive and warm. Didn't and flinch did not at flinch all. at all. So she might nice. Yeah, she, she, she might get a lot of us in there. <laughs> but, yeah, so we found one game that was, what was it called? It's something Passions. I can't remember what it was called. Let's see if I can. Oh, The Path to Pleasure. Path to Pleasure, yeah, that's what it was. And it was like a board game, right? Yeah, it was a board game that we will probably end up ordering on Amazon. <laughs> In all honesty. Um, and then she was talking about, like, you can really make any game into um, a sexual game, like Monopoly. Like, if you roll, <laughs> like, stop it. I was like, first of all, Monopoly is too long <laughs> to yeah. be trying to play. Yeah. As a transition game. <laughs> right. And too complicated. It's like, nah. <laughs> I was actually quite intrigued by her proposal. Oh, Monopoly? Yes. Because, first of all, I like Monopoly. I know you do. You love Monopoly. Second, um, the object of the game isn't to end it. All right. It's it's a like you probably won't make it around the board once. But yeah. but I don't know what you would do like with so is it like if I want to buy a property. Do I have to give up a clothes? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Uh, give so a you piece have to of take. Clothing? Yeah, so you have to. You have to. If you want to buy a property, you use an article of clothing. Yeah, so you're gonna be naked real quick. <laughs> right, but also the price for landing on somebody's property could be a sexual act. So boardwalk and park place could be like, yo, I'm busting nuts on your face because <laughs> <laughs> that's the most expensive property on the block. <laughs> and then them little cheap properties yeah. could be like I don't know, like, like hand, hand jobs, jobs or like yeah. maybe just a, a little tap on the tip of the penis. Or, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, like, like boop, 
<laughs> like a tap on the clit or something yeah. like that. <laughs> that ghetto ass block. Um, <laughs> oh. So, um, <laughs> but I think that when it comes to like, so if you're in a private setting in a group setting and people are like with it, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think the smaller groups would benefit from like adult Jenga or a, a Truth or Dare or a game like. Uh, <laughs> sexy Monopoly. Sexy Monopoly. We gotta look that up and see if it exists. <laughs> pro- it's probably out there, man. There's so many renditions of Monopoly. Yeah, they probably yeah. got a swingers version. Swinger Monopoly. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, what is the object of the game? Um, okay, so I think we made all our points. Yeah, so I so just to, again, just to sum up. Um, important to see where people are when you explain the game. Just let them know what the game is about, what they'll be asked to do, what they might be asked to do. Tell them they have the option of doing it with their partner, or we can, like, swap to make things a little bit more interesting, but it's up to them. Make sure that uh, the game gets everyone participating Mm -hmm. at some point. No one should be left out. That's one of the worst things that can happen in a game. Um, And know when to end the formal rules. Mm-hmm. Know when the transition is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, try to really, try to really um, look at look at what that's about. Um, so I just wanted to make a note about the dancing thing. So one time, <laughs> <laughs> so one time the dancing, right? We were getting real close, um, and that worked out with a couple. We went to the went to the playroom, right. but then there was <laughs> there was a very strange night um, that we had at the shadow. So. Um, Mind you, I want to just say that this couple, there was nothing wrong with their play style. It was just a play style that did not work for us. So I yes. just I just want to state that just in case, you know, they listen to this and figure out who they are. Um, so we were we were we were at the club um, and, you know, this club, this couple was there. Music started playing um, and we started dancing. Yeah. And we were touching, we were dancing, mm-hmm. um, we were dancing for quite a while, we were grinding, like we were fucking with our clothes on, yeah. on the dance floor, and I was like, yo, I am ready, <laughs> the bell was ready, mm-hmm. and so um, the male partner had went off, um, kind of disappeared after the dance, and then I, you know, say the, to the wife, I'm like, hey, look, we are ready to go, like, right now, right. so... She's like, okay, I'll I'll check with um, so and so when he gets back. He got back. They started talking, and they didn't move. Like they just sat there. <laughs> nothing happened. And like like the sexual juices were just falling down. <laughs> so there was a catalyst. Yeah. And then the catalyst just wasn't taken advantage of at all. It was mm-hmm. just we just dropped and. Because there was a room available. There was a room available. We were ready, and it was like there was a path to transition. And it did not happen. So I'm going to take this a little further because this this story, <laughs> this story takes some deep turns. So, um, so we're sitting there. Yeah. Um, and then after a while, we just get up, start talking to other couples because there were some other hot couples in there. Um, and because we're like, because I mean, it wasn't you know like that's why we like meeting couples at clubs. It was like, okay, well, this isn't happening apparently. So. 
let's still make good of the night mm -hmm. and see who else is in here. Yeah. So we go off talking. Right. We went off talking, talked to a few couples, I think we sat down again, and then um, the husband came over and found us and was like, yo, we got a room ready, y'all want to come in? So that was a blunt trend, that was a blunt catalyst mm -hmm. now. So there was, there was this natural thing that was happening, that got cut off, and then he said, you know, you want to go in the back. I'm going to admit that on, on the walk back to that room, I was not there. <laughs> Like, my juices weren't there, but uh -huh. I was like, okay, I can, you know, I could still perform or whatever, but it's just, this isn't, like, hot to me right now, mm -hmm. but okay, so we're going to play. So I was like, all right, let me just, let me just get in the game. <laughs> I'm, let me just get excited. So we go to the playroom, and... <sighs> so they start playing together, and we start playing together. Again, right. nothing, nothing's wrong with this. Right, we've parallel before yeah paralleling is fine um but like you know i um so I'm, I'm i'm wondering okay this is this is their play style the play style can work for us if we're, we're paralleling um the only thing about parallel play is what works for us again this might not be important for other couples but what works for us is if we're like watching each other right right because to me that's kind of the point right, right. um so I'm watching them, you're watching them, and they're not even, like, lifting their heads to watch us. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe they just like to be watched, right? right. So, which is, which is okay, again, it just, that was, that wouldn't us. work for us. Yeah. yeah. Um... And, and that's fine. Too, sexy. Yes, we exactly. So if we were watching each other, that would have been just fine. Yeah. But then he turned the lights off. Yeah. And that's when I think that was that's when things got weird <laughs> for me because I just I was like, oh, you just took away all every everything every positive thing we could have got from this. <laughs> you just shut it down. <laughs> I mean, I think both. I think. You and I both were having very similar internal dialogues. Yeah. Um, while this was happening, we were both we were having sex with each other, <laughs> yeah. but we were also having the, this confused internal dialogue at the same time. Like, wait, like what's happening? Right. Like, wait, what, why? Why aren't they looking at us? Yeah. Like, wait, why are we just having sex with each other? <laughs> like, wait a minute, where are the lights off? Right. <laughs> Because every time I answered a question in my head, then another question popped up. Yeah. It was like, okay, they like parallel play. I guess they like to... No, they don't like to watch. Okay, so I guess they... And then the lights turned off. And then I was like, maybe they just like to hear? <laughs> I didn't even People ask myself that sex? question. Because I'm like, if that's true, there are people having sex in the next room. We could hear them. So... <laughs> I got so confused. So again, their play style is just fine. Didn't work for us. I got just got to yeah. keep saying that. So then I'm like, we're 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 kind of done. Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well maybe we're gonna relax and then swap. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Sometimes because that's what happened in tab taboo. We were playing with each oh, other yeah. first, uh -huh. and then we switched up. Yeah. And so I'm laying there. The, and they were watching us. They were watching us. In Taboo. Yes, they were watching us. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were, yeah. I mean, a lot of people would have been watching us. We had to close the curtains. Um, I wanted to keep the curtains so. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um, 
so then the guy, after we're in the room, um, you know, after we were done, you know, the, the, the woman starts, you know, touching me a little bit and the bell is touching me. I'm sort of laying between you two. And the guy is like putting his clothes on. And he's like, well, I guess we should give this room up now. And, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I think at that point I was done. Yeah. Like I had nothing else to say. I was just like this this doesn't work for us like mm -hmm. i don't ever want to play with this couple again mm -hmm. um again their play style is just fine right. didn't work for us mm -hmm. so i think that was our second time meeting with that couple yeah and i just needed to like i think in my head i was like yeah that's that's like i i give a couple like two chances to see you know if there's chemistry there if mm -hmm. there's sexual chemistry and if our play styles sort of align. Right. And if they don't, then I don't have time to figure it out. <laughs> like, I don't have time to figure out what he likes. I don't have to. I just don't. We, 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 we've yeah. given them enough time. And we don't have that much time. Oh. Like, this has been a crazy summer, yeah. crazy season. Um, and, like, I gave it one more shot. I think I sent her a text like, um, what did something was something off or, or was it just me? And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, okay. <laughs> yep. I guess. The, so, so one thing I learned from this couple, cause this is the second time this has happened. If the question arises, like if you have to ask, Hey, do you like me? Or does yeah. your husband like so-and-so? If you have to ask that question, it's not a good match. Mm -hmm. That's been our experience. You shouldn't have to ask. Yeah. The chemistry should either be there. It should be very obvious. Or it's not there. And if you're too shy to express it, again, that's just not something that works for us. This is just, we're just talking about our preferences. Yeah. Other couples might have a totally different experience. But I know that once we have to start asking questions, it's already a bad match. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can't, like, if a guy can't express his desire to you, spoken or unspoken, yeah. it doesn't work for you. No. It does not work for you at all. Um... And, and I'm not, I'm not a very forward woman, right? Um, or aggressive, you know, per se. But I know how to show a guy if I'm attracted to him. Mm -hmm. um, what, yes, yeah, yes, you do. Mm -hmm. No, um, there's no confusion there, right? Uh, if you have to ask, hey, does does the bell like my husband? If you have to ask that question. Um, it's, it's not good news. <laughs> it's not good news. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's better to assume that she's not interested. Yeah. Um, because if she was, she would have, she would have touched, she would have done something. You have something. What, what is it that you do to show a guy that you're interested? This is actually an interesting conversation now. Um, yeah. So like the gentle touch, I'm good at that. The closeness, like the actual proximity to the person, um, Holding conversation, direct eye contact. And you um, laugh a lot. Yeah, I, I laugh a lot in general. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a giggly person. Uh, so if you haven't been able to tell from this podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, so things like that. But I'm not going to be like, I want to fuck. Or I'm not going to be like, grabbing your dick. That's definitely not me. Mm -hmm. Unless... I have instructions that I need to be that aggressive. <laughs> right. Purpose. Which, again, which 
which is which is again puts you in an odd situation. Right. Um. So yeah, so those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Mine is more of a subtle flirtation. Right. But still enough to be obvious. Right. And there are some women who are aggressive that mm-hmm. just don't need, like, they don't need the guy. To, like, I, I, we've been with couples where I have not needed to do much. Like, yeah. I'm just standing there and she's like, oh, where's that dick at, though? <laughs> and, and then she goes down and then that's it. Yeah. You know, and that's the. And so with and so I mentioned that because with this particular couple, that's probably the kind of thing that might work well for them. Mm-hmm. Um but we we aren't that kind of couple, so it wasn't Aww. a good match. Um, so so I thought that was a good experience because it just it just showed that there were these different cattle cattle I just I like the word I like the way it sounds <laughs> cattle eye to transition. I'm gonna title the episode there just to get on your nerves. <laughs> um, all right. So. Uh, we're just about at the hour. Um, is there anything we need to talk about, mention that we did not mention already? Um, we don't need to talk about Insecure because there are two episodes left. So by the time we have our next episode, we would have had an opportunity to talk about it. So I'm not going to so much to talk about. That show is awesome. Yes. But yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps it up. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please email Subscribe, Email, like, subscribe, comment, comment, rate on iTunes. Yes. Uh, are we doing anything soon? We uh, we maybe. might be. Yeah, let's not commit to anything. We're still on the fence. Um, but yeah, for uh, those at home or in their cars or in the gym or wherever you're listening to the to wherever you're listening to us from, um, stay healthy. Stay healthy.